0: Welcome everyone to The Mashroom Show, the place to come for landlords who need help and advice with insurance, tenant finding, mortgages, rent collection and a whole lot more. This is a pre-recorded show, but we will be going live at the end with our panel to take your questions until four o'clock. So just drop them in and we'll get to them in a little while. I'm Rob Smith and today I'm going to be joined by Mashroom Mortgages' Susan Whitley-Park who's going to be helping us understand how the economic landscape affects your mortgage and remortgaging so that you can make the best choices for your portfolio. Because it can feel like relentlessly banned news for landlords at the moment, with regular interest rate rises that you'll see hitting your monthly repayments as and when you come to remortgage. But how much impact does it have to really have on your remortgage? Do other rates come into play, as well as the Bank of England base rate? It's important to treat your portfolio as a business, and that means understanding all the external factors that impact it. So before we speak to Susan about all of that, don't forget you can follow Mushroom any number of different ways. We're on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And you can join our private Facebook community where you can share your experiences and ask questions and get the support that you need. We'll also be sending out a recording of the webinar as well as a review request. We really appreciate you taking the time to leave us a review. And if our conversation sparks an idea or a question that you want to share, then you can do that via the Facebook community page. And our expert team will be responding, as I say, until four o'clock. We've got lots to get stuck into. So without any further ado, let's get going. So then, let's welcome to The Marshall Show Susan Whitley-Park, who is uh, Mashroom's expert in mortgages. Susan, thanks ever so much for, for coming in to have a chat with us today. Pleasure. And, um, I mean, essentially, we're, <laughs> it's uh, everything you ever wanted to know about interest rates, but we're too afraid to ask.
1: No pressure. We're going
0: to go through all of it. So we want to talk about interest rates, swap rates, how they might impact your bottom line, all of that kind of stuff. So we'll start with the real basics. And the Bank of England, because we keep hearing about the bank, was it 14 months in a row that interest rates have gone up? The base rate, that is the the bit that we hear about. That's the headline that you can't get away from, isn't it? So explain what that is in a nutshell for us, first of all. Real kind of economics ABC.
1: (laughs) Um, So Bank of England base rate um, is... Um, put together by all sorts of things. Obviously, it is by the uh, Bank of England. They will look at inflation. They will look at how much money is being generated by UK PLC, Mm -hmm. if you like. Um, And uh, they will look at other things like unemployment. All of these things they look at and they try and control because they want to bring down the inflation. They talk about that an awful lot at the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, And so by... By increasing the Bank of England base rate, making borrowing more difficult for mm. us, if you like, or more expensive, hopefully that will curb our spending and bring the inflation down. Right.
0: And so that Bank of England base rate is the fundamental kind of lever that has an impact on our. There's mortgage rates.
1: all sorts of things that come into mortgage rates. Mm-hmm. So the ones that we're fam- very familiar with, because we hear about them all the time at the moment, are the Bank of England base rate. We mm-hmm. hear about the cost of living. We talk about inflation. We talk about um, the unemployment figures a lot. They've been in the news uh, a lot recently. But there's also other things that come into that. More speculative, if you like. Um, so it might be, what is the effect of X world events that might be coming up. Um, It might be we have the autumn budget coming up. So what's going to happen in in that? All those types of things, you know, uh, changing world leaders, all sorts of things that could have an effect on what we're doing. It's Mm -hmm. also stuff about lenders though as well. So that would be, if you're a lender, where am I getting my money from? Do I have enough in savings balances? Um, am I um, going to be able to borrow enough off, um, off other investors? It can also come down to things like, have I got enough staff, if we put a fantastic rate on, to be able to deal with these within our standard level agreements? Okay. There's all sorts of bits that would impact.
0: So, so the banks that actually lend the mortgages, they have to factor all these things into account. Yeah. And one of the things that we haven't mentioned in all of that is swap rates. So swap rates are a really significant factor, aren't they?
1: They are a significant factor in this and come really under that speculation sort of piece. Mm -hmm. So let's think about how lenders make a profit. In really, really basic terms, you have uh, savers that invest money with you Mm -hmm. and you take that money that is invested um, and you lend it out to borrowers at a higher rate of interest than you're going to pay your savers. Um, so that's that's your base a ba- basic uh, mm-hmm. if you like the uh, the savers could be other investors as well it depends wh- where you're going to get your money on or, and, and what type of whether you're a bank building society or some other lender mm-hmm. you've then um, if your um, lending is all on standard variable rate that's pretty easy because if the Bank of England put the base rate up, then you would just take that um, margin Mm -hmm. and increase it again so Mm -hmm. your profits are safe of course we lend a lot of money now on fixed rates so that's going to be very different so we may well have fixed a rate in and then if that margin changes because the variable rate goes up the bank of england base rate goes up and up and down mm-hmm. some of your profits are going to be eroded mm-hmm. this is a nightmare you know we we forecast our whole company and what we're going to do on on these profits so that is where swap rates come in so as a lender, as a mortgage lender, I would go out to the market, so other lenders, if you like, and say, I want to borrow, uh, or can, can we buy in this money at this rate for however long? Mm-hmm. We would thrash it out about, well, you want to buy, borrow it for two years, five years, even ten years. What's that going to look like? What profit do I need to get? And this is where that speculative bit comes in, because they're all looking at, trying to forecast, betting, if you like, on what the country and what the economy is going to be doing in usually two, five So the swap rate is
0: actually to do with the money that's lent between the lenders? Between
1: the lenders, that's right. Right, OK.
0: Yeah. Um, and y- y- you talked about the, the sort of the speculative elements mm. of it, futures. Is that futures, is that the technical yeah. term
1: for it? Yeah, that's the technical term for okay, it. OK, what are
0: futures then?
1: So futures, it literally is what is happening in the future. We, you know, they are betting, trading on what they think. Will happen in the future, whatever whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. Some of it they will know, some of it they, <laughs> It's guesswork, will, isn't it? it Finger it's, in the air. It is kind a of lot stuff. of guesswork. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. So swap rates, how do they actually impact your mortgage then?
1: So as I just said, with the swap rates Usually, if I'm um, a lender and I'm buying money from you, and we're having this discussion, we're thrashing out about, you know, yes, you can borrow this much or um, at this rate. It's usually done on a two, five, or ten-year term. Mm -hmm. Surprisingly enough, most fixed mortgages are on a two, five, or ten-year term. So, you know, that when they're thrashing those out, you know, it directly. um, So there's a direct link then between what
0: the, the banks can.
1: Absolutely.
0: Get the, the rates for for yes. themselves, and therefore what they're going to offer the, to us as consumers. Yes, that's correct. So that's as a correct. consumer, then, do you are you better off having a look at the swap rates than the Bank of England base rate?
1: I mean, the swap rates are part of what happens. So obviously, you know, just like with with the Bank of England, uh, whether the Bank of England base rate. Um, affects the mortgage rate. Yes, swap rates do, again, in part, mm-hmm. you know, there's other elements that, that will, will that will fall into that. But, you know, it's interesting to see what is, what is going to happen with swap rates. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, with lenders at the moment, it all depends on how much money they can get at a rate. So quite often you find that they get quite small tranches. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I maybe would buy in Um, a certain amount over two years at quite a a small tranche. And what you find with lenders, they'll then put on a special offer. Mm -hmm. When that money's gone, it's gone. So you hear a lot in the press at the moment about rates being pulled really quickly. This is why. So I might have a tranche of money over two years. Once it's all lent out, it's gone. And then. They, they would pull a rate and hopefully replace it with something else. OK,
0: so as, a, as somebody who's wanting to borrow a chunk of money to, to fund my buy to let, um, and you mentioned two years, five years and ten years, those are kind of fairly standard yeah. durations for mortgage products, aren't they? Why do you get different rates for different lengths of time?
1: It's all about that speculation and that betting again. Mm-hmm. You know, what do we think is going to happen in two years? You know, if you look at a lot of the forecasting around from the Bank of uh, England and about the Bank of England base rates, then they're looking at it maybe going up to 6% by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. That may all, all, all change, you know, but somewhere there and then sitting there for, for a while, not really moving, maybe moving down over the two-year period, Mm -hmm. and then moving down further over the five-year period to, I think it's about 3.75, but obviously all of that stuff So just as a kind of a
0: snapshot at the moment, which are the cheapest mortgages? The shorter ones or the longer ones?
1: At the moment, the uh, five-year fixed rates are the cheaper ones Mm -hmm. than the the two-year fixed rates. Because? Um, Because the... um, the, the lenders the, the, you know mm-hmm. are looking at it and thinking, actually, we're going to have more stability at the end of five years. Right, OK. But because what we've seen, um, and this was interesting, this is in Moneyfacts Facts um, the other day, was that a lot of um, customers, especially uh, landlords, are actually betting on two-year rates and going yeah. on to two-year rates. So they'd rather pay that sli- slightly higher rate at the moment for the two years, mm-hmm. speculating, or betting if you like, that in two years' time, better rates will be a- available. Right, okay. So, so it's that to. thing
0: that if you if you think, I would rather know the, I- exactly what I'm going to pay for the next five years, yes. um, then I'm happy to be locked into that. Yeah. But some others will say, well, actually, I think I'm better off paying a bit more for two years now, yes. because in three years' time, I'll be able to get an even better deal, and I'll actually save more money in the longer term by paying more money up front. Is, exactly. is that kind of a theory? Right. Exactly.
1: Okay. Okay. So, you know, nothing, there's no, you know, one size fits all here. It's all about the individual, what they're looking at, what their financial goals are. Mm-hmm. You know, so we would always say, sit down with a qualified vice specialist advisor who will do a fact find with you, who will look at your whole portfolio to work out what's going to work out best for you so mm-hmm. that you can... Meet your financial you can goals
0: tailor it for the way that you Absolutely. want now another element that always comes into to mortgages is whether or not there is an arrangement fee that, that has to be paid as part of it some products have arrangement fees some products don't have arrangement fees so what's the what's the point of the arrangement fee why does some have it and some not
1: um, with arrangement fees at the moment, we have some headline rates that we see, and we think, mm-hmm. "Oh, that's a really good rate." You know, obviously, we see all the new rates coming in every morning. We're like, "Oh, this is a really good rate." Mm-hmm. And then you have to think, "Oh, let me have a look," and you'll see a large arrangement fee. So sometimes it's almost like a, a lost leader um, that you that you see. You know, the the they may the lenders may want to get the press and get the interest by giving out a low rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but have a a high arrangement fee for that. Um, And again, you know, I'm not saying that that wouldn't be right for a customer, Mm -hmm. but there are other options, so that's why you would always sit down and have a look at all of the options with your mortgage advisor. So you have
0: to kind of do a bit of a process and work out how much it's actually going to cost you over a period of time to work out whether the lower rate plus an arrangement fee is better or worse for you than...
1: Exactly, exactly. Great
0: stuff. So, um, longer-term deals... If you decide for whatever reason that you want to go in for a longer term fixed rate, Mm -hmm. five years, maybe 10 years, and then at some point you have a kind of buyer's remorse, (laughs) you see that the rates have gone a long way down from where you were, can you get out of that deal?
1: Okay, so it would depend... um, why you're having uh, buyer's remorse? Mm-hmm. If you are moving property, mm-hmm. so you thought originally you were going to stay in this property for five years, but actually something better has come up, or moving from work, or, or whatever, um, then you may well be able to port that mortgage. That is, take the outstanding part of the mortgage and port it mm-hmm. to another property. So you know you could do that and then borrow uh, borrow extra if you wanted to. Um, so that would be one way round. Mm-hmm. But at the moment, yes, we can see that five-year fixed rates, for example, are lower than two-year fixed rates. So you might think, right, okay, I'll do a five-year fixed rate. Mm-hmm. And then after two years, we might find that rates are going down. You're thinking, I'm mm-hmm. stuck high and dry on this rate. Mm-hmm. So you can get out of it. However, you would pay something called an early repayment charge. We call it an ERC for, for, uh, mm-hmm. for ease. Um, and if you look at your mortgage offer, it will uh, stipulate exactly what that ERC is going to be. And usually it's, it's, um, it's a percentage of the outstanding balance. Right, okay. So if, for example, you've got a five-year five fixed rate and you uh, decide, oh no, Big mistake, this wasn't for me, in uh, in year one of the five-year fixed rate, you're likely to pay about 5% of the outstanding balance to get be, out. that's
0: quite a chunky can amount. can be a
1: chunky yeah. amount, and that's on a falling scale. So, you know, if you're two years before the end, probably be paying 2%. Lenders all differ. That's not a set amount. So always have a look at uh, the details which are uh, on your offer. Uh, they're also on illustrations uh, before you you, know, you would agree to, to apply for a mortgage and talk to your mortgage advisor.
0: Yeah, because it's one of those things, isn't it, that if, you, if you've got a fixed rate and actually it's more important to you to have certainty yes. than it is to, you know you can afford that and therefore you, you build your life around it. Actually, that might be the right thing to do rather than to think, oh, there's a slightly better rate. I can get out of it, but I'm going to have to pay money to do that. Is the certainty worth more to you? as an individual.
1: Absolutely. And you know, that is up to, up to the individual. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a uh, big fan personally of uh, longer term fixed rates, but I like that stability. It's not right for everybody.
0: Mm-hmm. So swap rates, we'll come back to them. If Are they actually coming down a bit at the moment? Because the Bank of England base rate is just gone up. <laughs> May go up one more step. There's yep. lots of speculation what's going to happen there. But there's a lot of pressure between the, len- the lenders to actually get hold of any customers. Is that part of what can then drive the, the swap rates down? Where are they actually heading at the
1: moment? So, I mean, at the moment, they've been more levelling off, I think, du- during the, su- during the mm-hmm. summer. Um, and you know, just remembering that those those are volatile. They mm. really are. You know, it can take a world event that we weren't expecting to happen, and they will they will change. They you know they could they could go up or you know down depending on on how people feel about mm. it. So you know, at the moment, definitely there's you know there's been a leveling leveling off, which is which okay. is great. Um, but yeah, very very volatile.
0: So, what's the the overall mortgage industry? picture looking like at the moment? If you just look at the newspapers, you might think, oh my god, I'm, I can't possibly think about buying or selling. But actually, there's always movement going on, isn't there? So there, there are always people who are buying and selling. How's it looking? You're talking to people on a daily basis, um, <laughs> what kind of signals are you getting?
1: So with um, with our landlords, you know, things are very, very difficult for landlords mm-hmm. at the moment. Um, you know, and you have to remember that uh, with landlords, most most la- bigger landlords, it is an investment, and properties and investments go up and down. That's and you know what I've always been been told throughout my whole career in in finance. Um, so you know, it is more difficult. Lenders are may, have been making it more difficult. We are now seeing them use a bit more uh, flex, a bit of softening going on. So rates seem to be going down now. Uh, That could be um, because the the banks or the lenders are now seeing that the government, what the government's been doing with the Bank of England base rate is now starting to work. And we're now starting to slow down or even out with the the Bank of England base rate. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's giving them the confidence to bring rates down. A little bit. What we are seeing at the moment is rates coming down little but often. You know, okay. it's not in big steps. It's just little tiny bits, but often. Um, just this week, we had somebody, uh, one of the banks rather, uh, reduce their rates twice in a week. Okay. You know, so it's it's chipping away at it they're also becoming uh, softer around uh, stress testing and how much they will lend people so you know, this is all good news but i don't see it suddenly being well we're ever not gonna go back, back to, to where 2% where we're not no. we're not going to you know and we have to face we have to face that
0: okay so we know that lots of people are going to be coming to the end of their their mortgage uh Fixed term rates, mm-hmm. two years, five years, ten years, whatever it is. How far out before you reach the end of that mortgage term should you actually start thinking, OK, I need to look at a different product here. Do it, what, Six months, two weeks beforehand? When should you actually do it?
1: So depending on what type of rate you're on. So my initial reaction is five years. So if you're on a five-year okay. fixed rate which I know is a long time, but if you're, you're lucky enough to be on a five-year fixed rate at a low rate, uh-huh. then let's take advantage of this, let's have a look, because you can do that speculation that you're going to be on a higher rate when you come off. Mm-hmm. You know? So what could you do? Well, you know, can you save some money? Mm-hmm. Can you make overpayments off your mortgage? Can you reduce down that mortgage amount so that in five years' time or when your mortgage rate comes up, you could have a lower Payments have mm-hmm. to uh, remortgage, so I would definitely be looking at uh, at that option
0: okay so that's so let's say for instance, you've still got another three years to go you were one of the lucky ones you managed to get a mm-hmm. rate at you know two and a half percent a couple of years ago, and you're on that for a bit, so you're there for another three years, so maybe making overpayments now is a good idea on the basis that the chances of it being that low in three years time is pretty low
1: Yeah. so you could make overpayments mm-hmm. Make sure you check your paperwork mm-hmm. for your early repayment charges because most lenders will only let you... So don't over-overpay. Don't over-overpay. It's usually uh-huh. about 10% a year, but do check your paperwork or talk to your mortgage advisor um, to check your paperwork on mm-hmm. that. So you could either make overpayments directly or you could put it into a savings account, um, benefit from the, the higher rates. Mm-hmm. And at the, that five-year point or when it comes to an end, you could make a lump sum overpayment and reduce okay. it that way.
0: So let's look at somebody else instead who's looking at them thinking, well, in fact, my mortgage is going to come up in six months' time, You know, early part of next year, say. Um, and we've been talking about the fact that swap rates are changing, that rates yep. are going up and down a little bit. So are you better off trying to get a deal now and lock yourself in for the next six months so that you've got a deal that you can swap onto, or are you better off <laughs> waiting until the last possible
1: minute? OK, so I would say speak to a mortgage advisor now. Mm-hmm. You know, if you haven't done anything else, seven months beforehand, start speaking to a mortgage advisor. You will get an offer from your existing provider, your, your existing uh, lender, um, for a, what we call a product transfer. Mm-hmm. So they will offer you a rate mm-hmm. that, you could, uh, look, that you could go into. You also want to see what else is around in the market. So your mortgage advisor will do that for you. You could lock into one of those rates. However, again, your mortgage advisor would read all the T's and C's and, and check for you, but you're not actually going on to that rate for six months. So if things change, your mortgage advisor will let you know and you can change over.
0: Okay. So it's not a kind of a one-time fits all thing that no. you can you can get a deal now that you, you hope is a good one. Yep. And then in two or three months' time, you could look again and go, well, actually, things have changed. I can get a better deal now.
1: Yes. Or
0: in two or three months' time, you look at it and you go, "All oh, things have got worse. I'm glad I locked into that one earlier. Yeah. So it's worth doing it six absolutely. months out. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. And your mortgage advisor should be proactively looking at those rates whenever they change and letting you know mm-hmm. whether there's better rates available to you and phoning you up to, to discuss the options.
0: And are there sort of specific products and options available for landlords that aren't out there for normal residential
1: mortgages? Absolutely. The the range of mortgages for residential and for um, buy-to-let customers, so your landlords, mm-hmm. are totally, totally different. The interests are totally different. As you can imagine, with uh, landlords, because it's a commercial element, rates are a lot higher. Um, stress testing, that sort of thing, are a lot more a, a lot more difficult. yeah mm. very, very difficult and it has been difficult for our um our, our landlords you know we have many that have come to us and they haven't put their rent up for absolutely years because mm-hmm. they've got you know people that have been living in their properties for for absolutely ages and now they realize that they're not going to meet the stress testing and, and affordability checks so you know if you're lucky enough to uh, be two years out from having to remortgage, or five years out, you know, rather than hitting your tenant with one large, um, big jump, jump, mm-hmm. you could do that gradually. Mm-hmm. So you know, you could be increasing it little bit by little bit bits, make it a bit more palatable for people. So you know, if you've got a few years before your rate comes up, that might be an option for you as well.
0: Okay, uh, but it's important for landlords to understand. That, isn't it? Some people who've been in the game for a long time obviously will be very much OFA okay with this yes. kind of thing. But a lot of people are accidental landlords, yep. they may only have sort of one other property and they just haven't necessarily thought about this process. I mean, is it something to be concerned about? You know, if, if you pick up the phone and you have a chat with your mortgage lender beforehand, a lot of people are very leery about doing that. Actually it's worth I making think that call, it's isn't it?
1: Definitely worth. Making that call, talking to to a specialist mortgage advisor about about that. You know, one of the things that you can do, which may help you when your mortgage uh, comes up, is to look at the greener options. Because you'll often find on both residential and uh, buy to let properties that you know if you're if you've lo- done lots of uh, green things to your to your house and brought your ratings down, that you're going to get a better mortgage rate. So that might be something that you could do. In, conjunction with all the other things to to make sure that you get the lowest of the rates when 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 your rate comes up
0: right well it's fascinating stuff susie Thanks you ever so much for, for coming in having a chat today i know there'll be plenty of questions in the live section of the program so great stuff great to have a chat with you susie whitley park thank you It's time for the Mushroom latest news. And finally, it looks like there is some good news for landlords because landlords are to be included in the new insulation fund. We've talked before about the coming changes in EPC requirements, with the government recently confirming that the minimum rating for properties in the PRS will be C by 2028. This rating change has many landlords worried because it could cost them thousands in upgrades and until now there's been very little talk of financial support for landlords to make these improvements. But it seems there could be some support coming after the launch of the Great British Insulation Scheme, which will run alongside the Energy Company Obligation Scheme, which currently offers free efficiency improvements to low-income families. The idea is to help those on the lowest incomes and offer more support to a wider range of households compared to existing schemes. Those eligible for support from the new scheme include families in council tax bands A to D in England, A to E in Scotland and Wales who have an EPC rating of D or below. Now, the aim is to help over 300,000 people save on their energy bills by improving the energy efficiency of their homes with cavity wall, solid wall and loft insulation. Lord Callanan, Minister for Energy Efficiency and Green Finance, feels this is a step towards protecting vulnerable people against fuel poverty, adding, that's why we're helping families with extra support to make their homes warmer while saving hundreds on energy costs. However, it seems that Lord Callanan is also aware of the toll that energy efficiency can take on landlords. During a debate on the new energy bill in the House of Lords, he said that he felt a plan for delivering specific targets on low-carbon heat and energy-efficient homes wasn't necessary. He pointed out that this is not an easy area to legislate in because we want to make sure that there is still a decent supply of rental properties in many parts of the country. Already we're seeing landlords withdraw from the market, so it's an important policy to get right. Of course, the change to EPC ratings is not the only reason that landlords are exiting the sector, but it's refreshing to see someone is raising their voice in support of the key role that landlords play in the housing sector. And, as he put it, ensuring the burden of energy efficiency improvements is fair and proportionate for both landlords and tenants. Now, if you're a landlord using a limited company buy-to-let, you could find yourself being asked to commit to a large personal guarantee as a condition of the mortgage. Should you then fall into arrears, say because your tenant has been unable to pay, your personal estate can then be used as a guarantee. The cost of renting a new property in August 2023 was 12% higher than the year before, which is around £140 extra per month on average. And it's the fastest pace of growth since the Hamptons Lettings Index began in 2014. It outpaces the previous record of 11.5% in May 2022, so it's understandable that lenders are looking for more protection against the possibility of arrears. Personal guarantee requests from lenders for limited company buy-to-let mortgages rose 55% in 2022, from approximately £328,000 in 2021 to £509,000 in twenty twenty two. That's according to Perbeck Personal Guarantee Insurance. It also looks like lenders are asking for a bigger chunk of the mortgage as security, as the average limited company buy to let mortgage amount fell from over one point one million in twenty twenty one to nine hundred and forty eight thousand in twenty twenty two. Todd Davison, Managing Director of Purbeck Personal Guarantee Insurance, pointed out that research by Capital Economics suggests rental income is being eroded by rising costs, which may lead to arrears and forced sales. Well, we've talked before on The Mashroom Show about the pros and cons of setting up a limited company with tax expert Richard Cunningham. As Todd Davison points out, it's more important than ever that landlords seek professional advice before taking this step. We'd especially encourage you to understand exactly what a personal guarantee is and what the risks are before you sign one. And now for an update from Mashroom Mortgages about the latest interest rate change.
1: The Bank of England has announced that the base rate will not be increasing at this time, holding steady at 5.25%. I've been catching up with the thoughts of economists from the big UK lenders this week. The Bank of England has hinted that we are nearing the peak of its base rate increases, which is good news. Economists are predicting that rates will peak at 5.75% or 6% by the end of quarter one next year and then stabilise, so that the Bank of England can see the impact of the measures they've already taken there is still talk of the UK going into a very mild recession at the end of this year or into the beginning of quarter one 2024. It is predicted that the Bank of England base rate won't start to drop until the beginning of 2025 and then it will fall very gradually. Experts estimate that the base rate will be around 3.75% by 2028. Of course, that was earlier this week, and in the current market, predictions change all of the time. We have plenty of events coming up before the Bank of England sits again in November, such as the publication of data on inflation, unemployment and speculation about the autumn budget announcements. When we are looking at mortgage rates, these will depend far more on swap rates. We are seeing many lenders lowering rates, tweaking affordability and fees on limited edition or relatively small tranches of money. It is important to work with your advisor to make sure that when one of these rates becomes available, they have everything they need to be able to act quickly for you. When these rates are gone, it's gone and they are proving to be very popular. My top tips. If you are benefiting from a lower rate, save so that you can reduce the balance of your mortgage when it's time to remortgage. You can either pay off a lump sum at the end of the fixed rate or make overpayments. Be careful to read the terms and conditions of your existing mortgage as lenders typically only let you pay 10% off the balance on overpayments each year without charging an ERC. Green mortgages on properties with an A to C Energy Performance Certificate rating attract lower rates, so you might want to invest in making your property more energy efficient. We are finding that so many of our landlords have not increased their rent for a long time and are concerned about having to make big increases and the effect it will have on their tenants. Make smaller, more palatable increases to get your rental income where it needs to be, so that you have more choices available when it comes to remortgaging. Seven months before your fixed rate comes to an end, speak to an advisor. Most lenders' mortgage offers are valid for six months, so it may be best to secure a rate sooner rather than later. Your mortgage advisor can review this for you, if rates reduce, and look at the pros and cons of changing to another rate before you complete and are locked in. It is never too soon to speak to a mortgage advisor and come up with a plan, Whether this is to look at reducing your outstanding mortgage, increasing your rental income to fit lenders requirements or utilise the rest of your portfolio to achieve your goals.
0: Well, that's it for The Mushroom Show for this week. Plenty more to come as usual, though. We're going to be back on Friday the 6th of October delving into more areas that can help you level up your landlording. Don't forget to follow us online and join our Facebook community. If you want to listen to the show again, just keep an eye on your inbox because the recording will be with you very shortly. But for the moment, it's goodbye for now and we'll see you again on the 6th of October.